Welcome to the First Million Podcast, a podcast for empowered women working for financial freedom and lifestyle abundance. I'm your host, Emily, and I'm pulling from my experiences building a multi-six-figure business in my early 20s, investing and achieving financial literacy, and traveling the world while I work to steer you towards your highest potential. Let's dive in because you know what they say. The first million is hard, but the second million is inevitable. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the First Million Podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about five subjects that I educate myself on daily as a seven-figure business owner, which still feels so surreal to say, and I just wanted to, as always, express my gratitude to you guys for being here and let you know that I do have an episode where I talked all about like that seven figure, like that achievement. And I, yeah, I I went into all the details. And so that obviously is a big theme on this podcast. It's called the first million podcast for a reason. Um, And it's, yeah, the, the whole idea of the financial freedom and achieving financial goals and all that jazz. I talked about that in depth on an episode. So I will have my editor link that down below. Um, but I really just appreciate you guys for being here. If you watch me on YouTube, which if you didn't know, you can watch the podcast on my YouTube channel. I do a video recording so you can see me chugging down my green juice out of a wine glass and just having a grand old time. Um, if you're in the YouTube fam though, please make sure you're subscribed. It really supports me. And yeah, today's episode is going to be fun because personal development is a huge like thing in the entrepreneurial world and also in the career focused world. And I feel like people who want to be successful in these areas are very focused on personal development, but don't always, I don't think have the best variety there. And it has been a mission of mine to become like a very well-rounded person, not just business owner. And owning a business has prompted that. So I have a few areas that I like to educate myself on that I feel like have contributed to my general like financial success and success in life. And I want to share those with you guys today. And I know in some of these episodes, I do like a pretty significant like life update type situation or I have things to chat about. And sometimes I don't. And I've kind of gotten to a place where like I'm not going to force it. Some of the episodes will be a little bit shorter. They won't have that type of chit chatty moment. And some of y'all probably appreciate that, honestly. Um, But I do when I have something to share, I do share that kind of thing. But for today, I'm drinking my green juice. If you guys, um, I'm on a green juice kick. Y'all know that if you follow me on Instagram. But if you need something to like literally destroy like cravings in the afternoon, I'm realizing that a green juice that doesn't have like a ton of fruits in it. I basically only put pineapple and lemon in my green juice, like a ton of other really yummy veggies. When you drink a juice like that, I feel like it like just destroys your sugar cravings in the afternoon. And I was scrounging around like a rat in the kitchen looking for some kind of sugary thing to support me through this episode and this recording block that I have in my day. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have another green juice today because I'm leaving town. I need to like work my way through them. And this is where we're at. And I actually think it is literally going to be my new thing. I'm going to have a green juice in the morning, in the afternoon, because I feel like it's like, I don't always want to have more caffeine. I don't always want to have a bunch of sugar, but I do need to pick me up sometimes. And I feel like this is really doing something for me and I'm obsessed. Okay. So I believe that personal education and personal development is a non-negotiable. If you're going to own a business and you're like, probably going to be in charge of other people. I literally just got off a training with two of my team members and I'm like teaching people how to do things, trying to be a leader. Um, You're having to be the steward of your own time and routine, like 
in a very real way, like you're in charge of everything. And I just filmed an episode about like uh, the, the negatives, I guess, of like entrepreneurship. And that was like one of them was just you're in charge of everything. But I don't view that always as a negative. I like being the boss. I am probably kind of a bossy person if I'm being honest. And so for me, it works. But with that being said, you got to be like working on yourself because you are kind of at the center of everything. And if you're like off kilter in some way, or you have a weak spot in your personal development and education, it is going to shine through blindingly in your business. So the first area unsurprisingly in my own life and my own journey as an entrepreneur, but also as a person who's, you know, pursuing longevity and inner and outer health in general is habits and routine development. And for any of y'all listening who are in the health and wellness space, a lot of y'all are health coaches and like, you know, health and wellness practitioners that follow me um, on my social media and that listen to the podcast. Y'all know the power of habits and routines. For me, I stay educating myself on like what these like higher level, higher performing people are doing with their routines. And I have to laugh sometimes. I think it was, was it Mark Wahlberg who had like the insane, like he was getting up like 3.30 in the morning and like doing like hours of like prayer and he was fasting and he was doing these insane workouts and all these crazy things. And I kind of have to laugh because like, I'm not going to do that, (laughs) but There is something to be said for like that mentality of like nothing comes before the routine and also having other priorities, meaning that your routine has to like be something that happens like very early in the morning or late at night or, you know, in the in-between time. So I think that while I have to laugh at certain things that I see and even some of like the Huberman things that you hear that are very aggressive wellness focused things like your normal person with a normal life who like has day-to-day responsibilities, like it's not going to work to be on these like perfect, crazy outside the box wellness routines. But I like to stay educated and informed about like what people are doing, even some of the more extreme stuff, because I think it's inspiring. And I think that you can adapt almost anything to your own needs and like your own lifestyle. And I know I was mentioning in a podcast earlier in the month that I think challenges like the 75 hard challenge, for example, For a lot of people, like that's not going to work, but I've even taken elements of that and adapted it to my life. So I would stay educated on like what people are doing, what like self-improvement trend in the habits realm are people doing. And I'll adapt pieces of that to my own life. And I generally see an amazing result. Like for me, I took the like get outside for at least one of your workouts a day, like be active twice a day, spend 45 minutes outside. Like I've brought that into my life and I just feel like that's really important. So I continue to educate myself in that area. Right now, the two like biggest resources that I can recommend on the topic of habits and routine development would be the book, The 5 a.m. Club. You guys have heard me talk about this. I read it and I reread it and I'm like literally keeping track of that book like a textbook and I want to do a more in-depth like self-study with that book where I really read it and kind of go through page by page and write my reflections and my notes. And I just think there's a lot to take away from that book. And I feel the same way about the book, The 4-Hour Workweek. I actually think that reading that book was an extremely pivotal moment in my own business. 
and that it changed the way that I do a lot of things. I'm pretty sure that when I read that book, it's written by, I think his name is Tim Ferriss. He's like a very entrepreneur-y type of guy. Like he's got the traits, he's got the vibe. I think it was after reading that book or a part of that book that I actually outsourced for the first time and I made the decision that I was ready to like hire and, you know, do something that felt a little bit outside my comfort zone for the betterment of my business. And that was an amazing decision for me. And my team has continued to expand. So those two books really inspire me, but I think they both have a lot to do with like daily habits, daily routines, time management, and I stay educating myself in those areas. Okay, next. Another really important area that I continue to educate myself in is successful business owners, other successful business owners, other successful people and founders. It is so interesting to me to like learn how people get started doing things. Like right now I'm working my way through the Steve Jobs biography and it's really good. It's really interesting. He was quite the guy um, in a lot of different ways, but you know, he's a pretty obvious one. That's just a, a good, pretty like well-respected book by a great biographer. Um, and that's an interesting story on how that came to be as well. They talk about it in the book, but it is so interesting to learn about not just like the childhood, like life events that happened to really successful people, because those are things you can't necessarily change. Those don't interest me as much. I'm just curious about that. But the things that people do in order to be successful, like what they're willing to sacrifice, what they're willing to put in as far as effort and work, like that's the stuff that really shows me like what is possible and really lights my inner fire. I actually, I think I forget what the podcast is called. It's with, what's his name? Lewis Howe, Lewis Howes or something. I, it's obviously been a long time since I've listened to this podcast. I don't listen to a ton of personal development podcasts. I prefer to sit down and read that kind of stuff. But anyways, there was a podcast that featured Sarah Blakely, who was the founder, is the founder of Spanx. And I remember listening to that podcast years ago when I was living in my apartment. I was like out on the, I would go on all these walks because I lived in just like a dark, like not that nice apartment. And I listened to that episode about her like going door to door, trying to like sell her product and like her job before she started Spanx. And I was like, damn, this is so inspiring. And again, I think that much like the four hour work week had a really important impact on my business. And I think it inspired a lot of the action and like grit that I was able to have. So again, reading and educating myself about, you know, the stories of other successful people in the world. And I think that's really just, it's so inspiring. It's entertaining. It's a story. It's everything good. Okay. Next thing, current technology. This is something that I don't like sit down and read about all the time, but I like to stay up to date on new technology that comes out, especially just online technology. I always think about, you know, industries where people have to be on like the cutting edge of tech. Obviously, if you work in tech, but like, for example, we all have the friend who like loves to play video games, right? Like that's definitely not me, but I feel like that person in the friend group is always like pretty aware of like new technology that's coming out within their like sphere of interest. 
And in a way, I find that like inspiring. And I think it's a good idea. And if you're an entrepreneur, especially in the online space, being aware of like what technology is new is important. My first interaction and instance of like really feeling the value of this was when Reels launched on Instagram, which was years ago at this point, but that was like a new thing directly competing with TikTok and staying educated on that and following along with like, what does this mean? Is this going to have staying power in the industry? Like, why is this happening? That was important. The most recent thing we've been faced with has been AI, right? I just made a YouTube video about that. If you guys want to check that out, I'll have my editor link that down below as well. But AI is something that's very, I don't want to call it brand new on the scene because I actually think that it's been happening like it's been used behind the scenes for a while, but it's important. It's going to become a part of our lives and our careers and like knowing at least how to like use it and having general knowledge around it's like power and ability is a good thing. So I consider it my responsibility as an online business owner, as someone who hopes to continue to thrive online, aka untethered and not needing to be in any specific geographical location. I feel like I need to be staying aware of what's new in tech and how that impacts me and my business. And I get my information from different sources, to be honest with you. Social media is a great educator when you're just looking for like bite-sized pieces of things you can then go expand your research on. So this is more like reading articles, watching YouTube videos, even watching TikToks. Like this type of education is just kind of bits and pieces as I feel like it's needed. Okay, another thing that I stay educating myself on, which is more fun and somewhat less consistent, but still is very much a player in like my educational game. It's a creative subject. It's things like my mom has taught me how to read a cookbook, like just like a novel. You go page by page, you read everything, you read the stories, a really great cookbook, aka Miss Ina Garten or someone like her. Okay, we love her. They have stories in them. They teach you about the person. They teach you about cultures and like cooking for me is a big passion. Um, art is another thing. I'll read about art. Um, I continue to try to educate myself on not just like art history or theory or anything like that much, but like how to do it. Like I love to paint. I've always considered myself to be pretty artistic. So reading just about like how to in that creative area. Same goes with language. Like I'm not reading about different languages, but I am trying to learn French right now, trying to brush up on my French between trips to Paris and um, after high school, French has totally left my brain. So I try to stay focused in, in at least a small part of my brain on some type of like creative or non-technical, non-business related subject, because I just think it exercises physically a different part of your brain. It works different connections in your brain. And again, that well-rounded person is going to have a variable mind that knows about a wide variety of things, but that's versatile. Like in its physiology, you're using all the parts of your brain, ideally. And last but not least is finances. I stay educating myself on finances. And it kind of comes in waves, actually, because I became very interested in like financial planning and financial management when I was about a year into my business. And I was like, okay, dang, like this is a lucrative place to be. And online business is very important right now in just industry in general. And I was like, I have some money now and I need to know how to organize it and how to use it and and how to not use it. And so 
educating myself on finances allowed me to or continues to allow me to, you know, manage my money well, but it's what allowed me to purchase multiple properties and start investing in real estate and to um make larger purchases to make bigger investments in tangibles and intangibles. That's a tongue twister in tangible items and then also intangible items. Y'all know what I'm saying. But investing and like knowing how to use and not use my money, like that all comes from doing research. I swear to y'all, I didn't learn anything about money in school. I was not required to take any type of personal accounting, personal finance in college or high school. I didn't even have a credit card until I got out of college and was dating my now husband. And he was like, you have to have a credit card to start building credit because I was so caught up in like one mindset, the kind of very Dave Ramsey-esque mindset of like credit cards are bad. When you get out in the real world, that's not necessarily the case. And you oftentimes have to have credit to like make purchases. Exhibit A, the house I'm sitting in, I would not have if I didn't have credit that I'd built up. So the basics are important to learn, but also, you know, if you have these seven figure visions, you're listening to this podcast called the First Million Podcast, I think it's safe to assume that you have some financial goals for yourself. It becomes really important that you educate yourself on like how you're going to get there. And it's not always about making more money. It's where do I put my money and where do I not put my money? And what are the different schools of thought when it comes to finances? Because not everybody thinks the same way, depending on your background and privilege and income and all these different things, like it's going to dictate that you look at finances a little bit differently than maybe someone else with different circumstances than you for better or for worse. So that is really the culmination of it all is if you're doing everything right, but you're not educating yourself in general, but especially on like how to allocate your money that you're working so hard to create, it's going to be really hard to get anywhere that you're trying to go. So I hope this was helpful, you guys. I know I mentioned a few recommendations in here. I will try to mention those down below. The 5 a.m. club, the four-hour work week, um, the Steve Jobs biography. If anyone's curious, I can link that down below um, through Amazon. But I just want to encourage you guys to continue to invest in your own knowledge. And that doesn't have to mean like getting mentors or coaches and things on certain subjects. Like if you're learning a strategy, if you're trying to improve one specific area of your life, like I think accountability and having a coach is obviously amazing, but also stay like independently learning and working on stuff too, because developing your mind independently and having multiple areas of interest and education, I think is extremely important. So I really hope this inspires y'all to be a student for your whole life in the best way to keep learning um, and to be just well-spoken, well-educated. It's going to help you in every area of life and it's something I'm passionate about. So thank you all for listening. You guys are the best. I believe in you guys so much. If there's any books that I need to read or anything you're educating yourself on that you think I'd be interested in, let me know. Send me a DM, drop it down in the comments. I would love to hear from you guys on that topic. Subscribe if you guys are watching this on YouTube to let me know that you like seeing the YouTube recordings. I would love to get that feedback from you guys. And like this video if you like this type of content, recommendations, more general self-development, personal development, that type of stuff. Let me know. I do look at that stuff and I use it to formulate what I'm going to create next as far as like my scripts and, and notes and things go. So Thank y'all for being here. Love you the most. And I will see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys.